It's time. time. Time for questions. Time for answers. Time for facts. Time for opinion. For opinion. Time for Andrew Dickens. On Heather Duplessy Allen Drive with Vodafone Business, reimagining how technology connects us. News Talk ZB. Uh, welcome in on the 14th of July. It is now eight minutes after five. And we had a COVID-19 announcement today for the first time in a long time. The government announcing new measures to tackle our soaring COVID numbers. You'll be noticing, of course, they are soaring and quite dramatically as well. So what have we got? Uh, free masks and rats now available at collection sites. Uh, schools will be provided with more support for ventilation. Uh, a lot of people have been texting me asking about antiviral drugs. Yes, they're the ones that keep uh, COVID patients out of hospital and can be offered to uh, patients when they first get into hospital. Yes, uh, they are going to be offered to 400,000 people. So joining us now is the Minister for COVID-19 Response, Aisha Verrill. Hello, Aisha. Hi, Andrew. Thanks for having me on. Um, is that it? Because we're in the middle of what appears to be a significant surge. Is that all we're doing from a government point of view? Uh, absolutely not. We have one of the strongest measures of COVID protections in the in the world. So in addition to those new announcements that we announced today, of course, we've got really high uptake of of vaccines, rolling out the fourth dose to um, booster doses to a wide range of of people. Um, what we've done today is fine-tune the response to make sure rats, masks and antivirals get out to more people where they can really make an impact. Well, do you think that masks and rats will have any meaningful impact on the growing numbers now? Yeah, um, we do. So masks are incredibly effective. And what we need to do is... Um, if there's a country realise that we've been through a period where COVID cases were low after the peak at the initial part of the year, now they're swinging back up again. And that means we just have to redouble our efforts with, with masks and also make sure that we've got some rats on hand so if we okay. get do, symptoms, we can test and stay, stay home when we're sick. Do you really think the cost of masks is the reason why so many New Zealanders aren't wearing masks? It will be part of the reason. It'll be part of. It'll be an important part of the reason for some people. But for many people, it's not a problem whatsoever. They actually have a, a, an objection to wearing a mask. And oh, I think a, rare, a, a small number of people have an objection to wearing a mask. I think the. Um, I think what's the main thing is just it's important for us to say that masks are really important and that they make a big difference. And now is really the time for us to be redoubling our efforts here. Okay. So people might have let the habit slip when case numbers were low. We just need to do a bit of a push now to get us through winter. At the beginning of this week, the Prime Minister reiterated the importance of personal responsibility. Um, and this seems to be reiterating it as well. It's up to you to go and get your masks. It's up to you to do the rats. It's up to you to, to do your social distancing. Can we say goodbye at this moment to the idea of lockdowns and, and red lights? Well, we certainly don't think lockdowns will be an appropriate way of treating uh, managing an Omicron outbreak because people still need to move to um, get food and medicine in the lockdown and Omicron will use that even small level of movement to be able to transmit itself because it's just so effective at passing itself on. So a lockdown won't be effective against Omicron and that's why countries that are pursuing zero COVID continue to struggle. So it's, mm. that's not going to happen. The thing about red is we don't think red is appropriate for our, our current situation. 
uh, it may be if um, if COVID changes, and that has been what was observed throughout the course of the pandemic. Well, well, Michael Baker shows that the numbers are trending upwards. In March 2022, we had 20,000 cases and 1,000 hospitalizations, and we were in red then. If in the next few weeks we hit 20,000 cases and 1,000 hospitalizations, will it be red then? Yeah, so we, as we've said all throughout the pandemic, we don't have a single magic number that we set our decisions around when it comes to going to red. Uh, and we continue to keep uh, all of our settings under review and we're, we're not going to change that. I think the thing I would say that is most useful about red is the virus keeps mutating. We keep seeing it throw us curveballs and therefore we've got to have a system that is flexible if we just stand here with the same settings in place for the coming uh, three months or six months, uh, that's a really risky situation for us to be in. So I think the framework still has some important um, value to us. Are you right about the uh, the mutation, uh, the new variants, the BA variants? I'm seeing paper after paper saying that natural immunity and also vaccinated immunity is waning in in light of these these uh, this, these new variants, and therefore, really, the only weapons we have is masking and social di- distancing and ventilation. That's going on, and so I think the thing to know about that is there's really no period in which it's safe to stop. Masking, And I think people might have thought, oh, I've had COVID, so I'm immune and I can't spread it, I won't wear a mask. And we know that's not true and you'll see that there are, we're now had over 10,000 of the infections we've had in total have been reinfections. So that definitely happens and it means even if you've had COVID, keep wearing a mask.